Welcome to episode 57 of the Zay Kuma Podcast. Today we'll be discussing the Joe English trade to the Portland Trail Blazers among others. And of course, I'm going to go over how already three of my guys, essentially four of my guys, have already been traded from my previous podcast. We talked about one team, or one player from every NBA team that gets traded this season. I would like to get started with the Joe Ingles deal to the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know why I'm calling this Joe Ingles trade. He will never play a second in basketball for the Portland Trailblazers. But this does uh, do the this does send Nikhil Alexander Walker and Juancho Gomez to the Utah Jazz. Tomas Sandarinsky in a 2027 second round pick, sorry, to the San Antonio Spurs in Portland receiving Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and a 2022 second round pick. Not much to speak of about this trade, to be honest with you. Um, the kill Alexander is actually a pretty good, decent pickup for Utah for two reasons. One, it actually gets them a leg- legitimate young player on the team. I feel like everybody on this team is not like Eric Pascal. is pretty much a veteran on this Utah Jazz team, at least in the rotation. Like guys like Jordan Clarkson have been around. Um, Mike Conley, obviously old. Donovan Mitchell, you can say is a younger guy, but still been in the league five years at this point, so almost six. Um, Rudy Gobert, you can consider a veteran now as a Cohen going basically into his 10th season next season, which is even crazy to say that, but this is his 10th season in the NBA going, he's going into. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich is still there. He's been around a while, plus playing in, uh, in Europe. You talk about Joe, we talk about Joe Ingles. He's he been in the league forever, getting up there in the mid-30s. Like Rudy Gobert, uh, sorry, Rudy Gay. Hassan Whiteside, those guys are 30 plus, and we're getting heavy rotation in minutes for Utah Jazz. Like, Utah needed an influx of talent, or young talent, just not that of Mitchell. And Nikhil Alexander Walker, I think, is that guy. Now, of course, he's not going to get crazy about playing time because, again, he's still playing behind Conley, Mitchell, and, and Clarkson. But three, four years down the line, if he's still on this roster, if they do pay him, which I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't I, like. He is a type of. I'm not saying a franchise guard. Don't get me wrong, but he would be a solid role tip rotation player on a high playoff caliber team. Maybe not a championship team, but for the team like the Utah Jazz, who we never really considered them a championship team, but absolutely 100% a playoff team, is pretty solid. And to be honest with you, if Say they want to make another foot next year, and teams are interested in Nikhil Alexander Walker. You want to pay him. You have a Nikhil Alexander Walker plus Eric Pascal plus you know whatever you know you want to throw into that trade, and boom, you have a, a solid rotation player for Portland next year or for Utah next year. Now, as we talk, the Portland Trailblazers create even more cap space for next season, because I believe Thomas Sanarinsky was partially guaranteed next year. Joe Ingles is an expiring deal. Elijah Hughes, I think, has a, a non-guarantee next year. They can let that walk for, I think it's like 1.5 million anyway. And a 2022 round pick, which obviously is not going to cost that much. Portland is still making moves to try and attract stars. And I don't know exactly that a Portland Trailblazers team is a quote-unquote star attraction city. 
And like I don't know how you convince a rally bill. Uh, I'm gonna move from the nation's capital to Portland, Oregon? Question mark. Like I'm not like he's not gonna go for that as a potential free agent in about two years. He's not uh, guys like like there really is like Ben Simmons. You're not gonna make a trade with Ben Simmons without giving up a Damian Lillard. I think you lost your biggest act, your biggest uh, asset in CJ McCollum to make that move. Um, I feel like it, they. I feel like Portland is officially out of the Ben Simmons race because they're in the eighth. I don't even think they'll trade this year's first round pick. To be honest, with you. if they trade this year's first round pick, they have to trade because a the talent in the draft class is making this the top two and b like that pick is going to be super dive, especially to a team like Philly. So I still don't like, shoot, even Rudy Gobert is not a, a, a proven franchise big man where him and Dave Lillard even say the championship is kind of seen as a part of the way that he so I think it's kind of working. Now, an underrated piece of this trade, the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, and they're underrated because they have that to be at all. And to be honest, the Spurs thing is a valuable asset in ID and expiring contract and it's second round pick in the future. Now I believe that second round pick is the one that Portland got from the Warriors. So chances are that pick is not valuable but it's an even in time still fine and so you know if there was consistent I wouldn't see why this team would go so quickly. But if it's an opportunity game, you know, it's around the top. And that's a pick of the Dallas and a pick of the draft. Well, he's in the 20 minutes up there, especially if they don't trade the pick. And that pick is all about because in 2027, you never know how deep the glass is. The way, you know, high schools and even AAU squads are producing talent. You would absolutely, absolutely take a chance at that high second round pick that could be worth something in five years. 
and again, brought back to Utah, they picked up two uh, really solid pieces. They picked up Nikhil, which is a future, and one of Pancho Henry Gomez, who credit for the Boston Browns as like to be. But the Minnesota, Denver, you actually really solid. And again, contract you can argue is probably his favorite. But at the same time, you can look at 40 guys, the 40 other guys on the team and say the same thing. They have a good paycheck to take that. But let's keep it up. Marshall Hernan Gomez making $7 million is not putting his first pockets or even putting the hotel's pockets. If he's making that $7 million, then that $7 million is not going to a strong way to it. It definitely doesn't deserve it. At least Marshall Hernan Gomez is getting 100% every single night to the floor. There's a reason why it's not like it's getting as many stakes. Now, again, Portland, we talked about the salary cap day. And again, if they don't, if they don't land a second star, you know, more than an all-star, and we roll it, I'm talking a star to play next to the They ain't better be gone by August. If they ain't the star on this team in August, and they're rolling out with uh, Josh Hart, um, and, and ACL tear, ACL Tony Hill was probably soon next year. And Nurkic being a five, they better 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 pull with James Harden. He was confused gone in this December that he got traded. Even if you include eight teams in the he got absolutely nothing. Going to trying to find a team that is not match salary and be the contender without giving it too much. Like obviously the Russell Wilson is out there, but Portland does not want Russell Wilson to back in the least. So genuinely can't figure out what pick could possibly be used or what player could possibly be used in the a day swap right and now. Or sorry, in the, yeah, in the Dame's why. Like if if Phoenix, I'm not even gonna put that out in the universe because Chris Paul should not be the guy that's being passed around like a bluff. I really, I don't. What team could possibly need Damian Lillard? I get the Ben the Ben Simmons thing, but again, but Portland really want Ben Simmons, please. Unless they they absolutely have to trade Damian Lillard, and Ben Simmons is the best player on the market. That trade's not happening. It'd be Ben Simmons plus a Seth Curry, plus a maybe a maybe Matisse Thybulle. Like I said, I'm, if I'm Philly, I don't give up Matisse Thybulle at all. But I understand if Philly was really trying to win the Damian Lillard and Joel Embiid, that that would be a trade that they would make in 2022, 2023. In other news, um, Really isn't it? like there's the Thunder and the Heat made a trade for uh, Casey Opala. I think it was a 2026 second round pick is what uh Miami is sending to or OKC is sending to Miami. I think it was a because my uh homeboy on my NBA in depth actually made a great excerpt on it saying uh basically Miami and you know, OKC have agreed to amend Heat's uh 2023 old pick to 2025. So 
basically the pick uh, OKC or OKC has from Miami, I believe. That's a Hassan Whiteside trade. I don't remember, but uh, um, that that pick could potentially be used in a trade. So Miami could trade their 2022 or 2023 first round pick. I don't know what else Miami could get back. Maybe they want to go out and get more shooting, or if they want to uh, target maybe a Jeremy Grant and fit Duncan Robinson plus first round pick trade Cameron and Jeremy Grant. I'm sure Miami would or shoot both teams honestly would jump at the bit for that trade because the Jeremy Grant trade is available and you know Duncan Robinson <laughs> is free. I'm certain of a potential, like I said, there's a lot that's going on. Let's be honest. There is a lot that's going on, and not a lot of people have, like, just unlike other news, like Jeremy Grant being, uh, the Blazers are expected to pursue Jeremy Grant ahead of the season, which from Chris Menace. Bro, I don't want nothing that Portland has right now that's not Damian Lillard. I don't. I don't want it. Portland has. Portland has nothing. Eric Bledsoe's expiring deal, and uh, I guess in Isaiah Little is the only, only piece on that team that has any value whatsoever. And even then, is more valuable than what Jeremy Grant is given for the next two years? Probably not. So that'd be a wash. The James Harden, Ben Simmons thing we've gone over. Absolutely never trade Matisse Thybul for James Harden. I'm sorry. You need that defense come playoff time. The Pacers are no longer interested in moving from Miles Turner. Uh, what exactly are you doing in Indiana? Because again, if you're not interested in moving Miles Turner, which means you think Miles Turner is good for you for the long haul, that's not true whatsoever. Miles Turner is gone whenever his contract ends, which I'm pretty sure it is this year actually. <laughs> he's, he's leaving Indiana. Indiana has no future. Their future is they have somewhat of a dusty future because you traded for Tyrese Halliburton, but you're also willing to keep the veterans like TJ Warren, keeping uh, Miles Turner, you know, Jakarsen, et cetera, et cetera. You're willing to keep your veterans, Malcolm Rodney, you're absolutely willing to keep your veterans, but also looking for young talent. Like, I still don't understand what this Indiana direction is. Um, Speaking of Indiana, uh, they are, are unlikely to move Buddy Hill. Um, again, Buddy Hill has a lot of money to a lot of teams. And I know that I'm sure you know Again, nobody wants to be protected in the Indiana. Nobody. Philly uh, and the Thunder expect to go to trade to him. Tobias Harris. Again, that's such a bad record. First of all, the only person that matches salary in the case of the other shade of things is that they are trying to shade to buy the tickets. That is absolutely not what happened. That has stressed me out. And I'm not going to be a really big fan of it. That has stressed me out. Kings are interested in moving Harris Park for a player who will help them win down. Which is a backwards thing to hear because Harris Brown would be exactly clear and keep if you are trying to win. That's the case. I'm done talking about how the game is done. We talk about it in the spring straight. We 
But to that, that's just sad. That's not really the case. That's genuinely sad. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, they even pay for it. Although, it's kind of looking kind of bleak right now. If the Knicks are really shocked, they're shipping off everyone. I can totally see them being dumb enough to trade RJ Barrett for a scrap of papers, honestly. Probably for Goran Dragic, to be honest with you. So, yeah. The Knicks being uh, stupid enough to trade their franchise guard? Probably. Well, I think that will wrap up the uh, Zay Coleman podcast for today. If you missed the previous 56 episodes of the podcast, you can check them out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and right here on Anchor. Until next time, I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. Goodbye.